You're listening to Crosspoint Community Church in LaGrange, Texas podcast. To learn more about Crosspoint Community Church, including service times and how you can connect, please visit crosspointchurchtx.org. Good morning, Crosspoint Community Church. It's Pastor Chris here, and I'm, as you can tell, I'm in a really rough place. So um, I'm glad that I can be here with you this morning I'm from Puerto Rico, and I'm excited about what God's been doing over the last few days as I've been able to train pastors here in Puerto Rico and encourage them and build relationships with them. And so thank you for that opportunity. Um, today, actually, I'm going to be teaching at a church where we're partnering with them to open up a new English-speaking congregation as a part of their church. And so be in prayer for that and for Pastor Ekbert and uh, Iglesia Batista here. And um, so this morning, I want to introduce you to one of my good friends, Pastor Ivan Rios Diaz. Pastor Ivan uh, was born here in Puerto Rico, grew up in Manhattan, and God has brought his story full circle as he's now the pastor of uh, Iglesia La Perla. And um, if you've ever seen pictures of San Juan, it's in between the two fort powers down right by the ocean. And uh, it's a beautiful community, and God's doing an incredible work through Pastor Ivan. So sit back, listen, and enjoy his story, and learn what God's been doing in his life and what he wants to do in your life as well. Uh, hello, uh, my name is Ivan Rios Diaz, and uh, Diaz is my mother's maiden name, and Rios is my father's last name. And Puerto Rico, uh, Puerto Ricans, we use father and mother last names because we have mothers. So, Ivan Rios Diaz. And um, I was born here in Puerto Rico in a small town. It's called Arecibo. But when I was two, my mother and father, they decided to go to New York. So, mother, father, my sister, my brother, and me to the plane and landed and we lived in New York City in East Harlem, Spanish Harlem, and that's where I grew up um, all my life. Uh, so I'm a New York weekend, that's what we call ourselves. And um, I gave my life to Jesus when I was 21 years old. And, but before that I was more into science, evolution, and um, didn't believe in God. I wasn't raised religious at all. Nothing. Zero. Zero. And, which is interesting because a lot of Puerto Ricans are either Catholic or some type of Christian. But I, I was zero. Pagan. That's it. Just nothing. But um, at 21, or oh, before 21, my teens, I always thought like, okay, I believe in science, I believe in evolution, but... Life that it means that life is you, you, you're born, you grow up, you go to school, you get married, hopefully, and, and you go to college, uh, university, get a job, have children, and then that's it, you die. And I was thinking, is that, that, that can't be life. Is, if that's it, I don't want to live. There's got to be more to life. And that's why I started thinking, well, maybe there is a creator, there's a God some, somehow. So I started studying a little bit about different religions. 
but I met a group of people <clears throat> through my sister that started going to Bible studies and through the Bible studies I got to meet Jesus and I gave my life over to Jesus uh, at 21 uh, becoming a Christian was very interesting because I was like excited like okay there's a God there's a purpose so I devoured the Bible I just read the Bible studied the Bible just anything about church also uh, if church was open seven days a week I wanted to be in church and that's practically the type of church that I, I was that they had like four or five services a week so my thing was looking for God church uh, didn't go that well in church uh, my problem that I had was that since I studied the Bible and read the Bible and, and just ate it all up and then when I went to church because I, I, I received Jesus outside of church but going to church then I would look around at, and things they were doing I said but that's not in the Bible but why are they doing that and I got in trouble it's like, and I didn't understand. Is if this is a place where they teach the Bible, where they preach the Bible, and they live the Bible, why why aren't they doing what the Bible says how church should be? So I had problems and struggles until I kind of understood. Well, okay, churches might not be perfect or exactly what the Bible says, but I'm getting the word. So I grew in this little church. Um, but one of the things that happened was with this uh, the people that I got saved uh, they brought me to Puerto Rico I did like a little mission trip and then I went to uh, DR uh, Dominican Republic and then I did another little mission trip so I was excited about going out uh, from my neighborhood uh, to other countries other places and, and go to churches and, and just enjoy Christians in other places and when I was in New York, I would visit different churches also, and just just enjoyed it. These little, you know, uh, storefront churches. One of the things that I liked was that every time I would go there, they would ask you, you know, uh, uh, they would get to know me and, and my friends, and if we had something to say, if we had a comment uh, or something, or wanted to read something from the Bible. So what I started doing was, okay, I'm going to church tonight. So let me read something from the Bible and study it so I can share. So every time I would go to church, I'm ready to prepare, prepare myself to share something that I saw in the Bible. Little did I know that God was teaching me to teach the Bible, just to get into it. Then I got a few help books, uh, the concordance, the Strong's Concordance, and I started to realize, wow, these words mean this, that. It's, it, it was like a treasure, so going deeper, deeper into the Bible. Uh, I just fell in love with the Bible, with the Word of God, with God, and God's people, even though they weren't perfect, the way I thought they should be. Anyway, but it, I learned a lot in this first church. I learned to obey God and stay put. I wanted to leave. After a while, after a few years, I said, this church is not doing what God says. They're doing other things. They added things to the Bible. They added doctrines or teachings or, or ways of worship this way or not worship this way. And it's like, it's like uh, there's something wrong. But as I would pray, I felt that God was saying, stay there, stay there. So I became a youth leader in the church. And it was one time that I wanted to do evangelism in the street. I didn't know how. But I told them, let's go out evangelism. And they're like, why? Because the Bible says... Anyway, so we did go and I was like, okay, let's give these papers out. I don't know, talk to the people, do something. So 
Again, God was training me. I was in this church for eight years, and I love the, the number eight. Eight is like new beginnings. And the eighth year, I, I was praying at my house regularly. Like I would pray, seek the Lord, and I felt God saying, "It's time to go." And I, I just felt it inside, and I thought, "Like time to go? Where? What other church I'm going to go to? I don't like." It was interesting. That became my home church, so I, I wasn't interested in going in another church. You know, starting new again. It's like, so I told God, okay, you lead me to the church that you want me to go because I'm not going to go church hopping. I'm not into that. I want a home church. This is my church. These are my people. I'm there, so we'll work together. So what happened was that at that time, uh, there were some people that were coming to the church. We, had, we created an English church. In, it was a Spanish church and we created an English a meeting and someone that had come and visited said that there was a church opening up um, downtown Manhattan and it was Times Square Church so I went there and I felt that's where God wanted me but before I did that in the Spanish little church I met this missionary a Dominican missionary from Dominican Republic and he had gone and uh, he, he would do missions in Colombia, South America, and I saw this video and slides and pictures of his work, and I asked him, "Can I go with you?" And he said, "Sure." So, for five summers, I would go with him to Colombia, and it just changed my life because he would gather uh, different things, clothing, medical stuff, anything throughout the year, and then would take it to Colombia. We would give it out to different churches. Uh, they would let me. Um, give testimony in the churches also so it's like a different culture same language Spanish that I already knew but I was learning better Spanish and little did I know that God was uh, grooming me in part for the Latin world which I was not interested in the Latinos because I'm Latino, I, I just love anybody. I'll go anywhere. I'll go to China, anywhere, wherever. It's people of people. So I, I had, I wasn't picky with what group of people. You know, they're all sinners and they need Jesus. So anyway, so I did a lot of mission trips on my own. Eventually, I went and I started going into the Amazon. And my desire was to go to the Amazon, get a boat, go up and down the river, and preach the gospel. Even though it was a difficult place to live and, and to minister, but I, I, I was drawn to, to that place and, and to Colombia. Little did I know that God had other plans. And um, I was working in Times Square Church in ministry, with the children's ministry, I started as a maintenance worker. I left all you know, my worldly work and I worked there in maintenance, then I worked in a food truck, then um, the children's ministry, and then finally I went off to Colombia uh, for one year, the first time, a full-time missionary. From that, it came, it's two years, then three years, then four years. What happened was that God called me right back to New York. So I went back to New York. I wasn't happy. Sometimes God asks us to do things that we're not happy. We don't like it. But it's better to obey. <laughs> because in the long run, it will be the right place. It will be the right thing. And I learned that in that Spanish little church. That I was there for eight years. My Spanish got better. I learned the Bible in Spanish. 
Now I could, it's, it's easier for me to, to translate from Spanish to English because it's in me, in Spanish. And um, go, coming back to New York from Colombia, I was like not happy at all. I, I wanted the mission, I wanted to go out into the world, but God had a plan. And the plan was that I didn't know that in six years, me being back in New York, not really happy, wanting to be out in the world. My sister died, then two years later my mother dies, then two years later my brother dies. And I was so grateful that I did listen to God because I didn't know that was going to happen. And I was able to spend part of my life with them before they passed away. Or else I would have been in the mission field serving some other people and they die. And I would have been broken because I wasn't with them. So God knew. God knows how to place us where, even though we don't like it, we don't understand it, but there's a purpose. So in those six years or so, I was asked if I wanted to start a church in New York. I said no. I wanted to go into the mission field. And God said yes. So I did. Actually, I, did. I, I, I actually started it in East Harlem, in the area where I grew up, which I was not happy about it, but there was a pulling there. And I passed to the church. Uh, we started with a coffee house, and then from there, we grew into the church. And I was there 12 years. And in those 12 years, I, again, I learned a lot. But God took me round circle from East Harlem out into the world, to, to, to Colombia, and then right back again to the very neighborhood that I was not happy about going back, and he had a purpose. Again, with my family, them passing away, and ministering in the place. That was my Jerusalem, going back to my Jerusalem, being trained out there, and then back to start again. Like Peter, like... Uh, 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 when Jesus told the disciples to tell Peter that to meet him in Galilee, and one of the words for Galilee, one of the meanings is circular. So a lot of times God takes you right back to point A in our lives, in different situations of our lives, because he ha there's something that needs to be worked on. And go back full circle. And um, so God took me back to New York. And then after New York, I went back to Colombia, full circle, there were some things that needed to be done there for me, for my life, with the teams that were there, with the people, with the ministry that was there. We worked a lot with homeless, and homeless kids, and drug addicts. That was like part of my work. But also, I'm an artist, so God has used my artwork in the different churches and the different ministries and now now I get it now I'm really I've died into artwork using artwork using what I could do with my hands to preach the gospel in, in a sense and what I've learned also is that Whatever you do, whatever you're good at, if you're a good talker, then talk. If you're a good listener, then listen. If you're a good writer, then write and use that to witness, to, to minister to people. If you cook, then make a cake and give it to your neighbor. It, it's, it's not hard. It, it's, we think it's so difficult. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to talk to them. Well, do what you do good 
and then start talking. Use the Word of God with what you do. And I always encourage people to do that because you're not me, I'm not you, and you, we all have different talents, we're all part of the body. And so that's why I'm using art. I used art in Colombia, I used art in East Harlem, in the church that I was in, in Times Square Church. And now, after going that one year to Colombia, then God shifted me and He put a burden in me to come back to Puerto Rico, my birthplace. It's not that I love Puerto Rico and I want Puerto Ricans to be saved because I'm Puerto Rican. No, He wants that. So uh, I ended up coming back to Puerto Rico and I actually had a calling to this particular place in Puerto Rico, but where I was living in Puerto Rico was far away. Actually, I, I, uh, I ended up living in Arecibo, which is the place that I was born. Circle back. He had to do something, and I got to know what real Puerto Ricans were. Not New York Ricans, but Puerto Rican Puerto Ricans, by living there. And then from there, the call that God had given me in New York and in Colombia for Puerto Rico was to work in La Pella. <clears throat> La Pella is a neighborhood um, notorious for drug killing, like wicked stuff. And I'm like, okay, this is interesting that I'm being called there. The interesting thing also is that when I worked in Medellin, it was a neighborhood that even the taxi drivers didn't want to go. Killings, thefts, like dangerous, and yet I lived there, and that's where the church was. In New York, in East Harlem, it was also not a good place to live. That area, my father, uh, he was actually murdered in East Harlem in a bar. So those little things had like a play in my life because of what God was preparing me for La Pella. Anyway, so I moved to Puerto Rico. Then my mission was how am I going to get to La Pella? And God just positioned people that actually a Colombian that I had taught in Medellin in Colombia, he had grown up, got married, he was a pastor, then he came to Puerto Rico, and he knew I was in Puerto Rico, he didn't meet me, we, we, we missed each other, but he called me, and he said that he knew someone, that knew somebody else that lived in La Pella, because I didn't know how I was going to get into La Pella, this notorious place, which I, I read so much about it, and it, it wasn't a good place, it's a place that you wouldn't want to go. And at that time, it was going to be rough. Anyway, so God opened the door that I met someone that I was able to go down into La Pella and then start working with this guy that was from a church and he had a children's ministry. So I worked with him and what God had put in my life was to start a church in La Pella because I would go to Old San Juan. Uh, San Juan is, is surrounded by the Spanish Wall. But you look beyond the wall, there's the ocean, but there's this neighborhood. And there's only uh, four entrances into this neighborhood. Two are steps, and then two are the original uh, tunnels to go out of the city. And I would sit above and just look down to the fella and, and think like, like, are there any churches down there? And I, I would ask people, and they say, no, it's dangerous, you can't go down there, they'll kill you, it's, it's really bad. And that's the history that it had. And then somebody said, um, no, there's no churches down there. And that's where God put birth in me, I want you down there to start a church. And this is what I tell people, if 
If you say, oh, well, I don't like the way they sing, then you sing. Oh, I don't like the way he preaches, then you preach. It's like, if you're going to complain about somebody else, or this should happen over here or that, then you go and do it. Or don't say anything. So, I learned that. Like, I said, well, there should be a church down there. Go and start a church. So, the journey started, and I finally was able to go down there, and meeting different people, and praying, and, and asking God, and not being sure, is this the right thing? Uh, you know, the people, they, they, they're not friendly, I don't know what's going on, but it's what God wanted. And ten years later, here I am, I have a little church in La Pella, it's not an easy place to work in. Not because it's dangerous, because it's no longer dangerous. Uh, there's a point where there's drug dealing and all that, like every other neighborhood or whatever. But it's not what it used to be. Tourists go down there. And um, uh, like I said, I have a little place. God opened the doors and have a little church and we do artwork and, and God's just doing things slowly and that's one of the things I said about God it's like why is God so slow I'm from New York everything is fast like do it quick right now now not tomorrow tomorrow's not promised do it now and I'm realizing that God is so slow it's like do the church get it going thousand people get them worshiping and praising God not happening little group of people 12 it's like what the heck what's wrong with me oh they're sending me this and that it's like and, and for 10 years like what well, you know I've had the church like 7-8 years and there's something wrong there's something wrong it's like well God didn't say you're going to have a big church. That didn't put it, you know, that was not what God, He just said start a church, start a, a, a small group of people to be a light. And that's what I, I realized is like, it's not about numbers. Numbers are good. But I read Jeremiah, it, it seems like the work that Jeremiah did. Zero. They didn't listen to him, but he was obedient. So we have sometimes an idea of what it's going to be like, and a vision of what we think it should be like. God is going to do something else. I, I believe that God told Jeremiah, you know, do this, preach to them, you know, listen to them. No, not listen, listen to me and give them what the word that I'm telling you, prophesy to them, and this and this and that. And then, after God tells them all to do all that, then what does God say? Oh, by the way, they're not going to listen to you. So why do it? Because we're obeying God and there's a purpose, there's a reason. So I'm down there, there's a purpose and a reason. And one of the reasons is be a light. Be a light for those people. There was a church before I was there, which I didn't know. And she was there and her husband for I think it was like 12 years. And then they stopped. And here I came in. So God has always had His presence, His word, His light, His salt in that place. So at this time in life, I'm the light, the salt, and the little group that we have. And thank God, God has sent so many different people, groups, 
especially Baptists. I think I'm going to become a Baptist. I'm not sure. We'll see. Anyway, Baptists. Pentecostalists or uh, what was the other way of Baptist? Something like that. No, it doesn't matter. You know, I learned it's like it's that is the church. Um, we have a name for the church. It's called La Perla. Is the community, which means the pearl, and the church is called uh, Iglesia La Perla, uh, the pearl church. I decided let me just call it the community. And to finish, the reason why I call that because that's the name of the of the community, but also because of how pearls are made. Uh, you have the oyster and uh, it has a little grain of sand that goes inside or a small little animal that digs in and it becomes ir- an irritation to, to, to the oyster so then the oyster t- starts to uh, um, secrete uh, this liquid to like cover the, the irritation S- small grain of sand or this little animal and it just starts secreting and covering it and covering it and covering it and covering it layers and layers and layers until it becomes a pearl and when you take it out it's like what a beautiful thing that came out of this animal yeah it was an irritation yeah it was something that was not healthy for it yes it was something that it bothered it and I learned that the very things that irritate us the very things that are not good or we think that are not good or that we don't like that are in us or in our lives those are the very things that God wants to make into pearls in our lives so that we could become a pearl of great worth and you know, I got the church, the people, being a light there, salt. But more than that, he's changing me. Uh, not there yet. And also, I could irritate other people. So I could, you know, I could be a pearl in their lives. And we could be pearls in other people's lives. But it's the right thing. Anyway, that's pretty much this more. But that's, my, that's a lot of what I, um, I wanted to share and just ask for prayer. One of the main things that I always pray, ask people to pray is workers. Money, it'll come. Uh, prayer, people are praying, and I ask for prayer. Thank you for joining us for the Cross Point Community Church Podcast. It is our prayer that this message was encouraging to you as you follow Jesus. For more about Cross Point Community Church, you can find us online at crosspointchurchtx.org. Have a great week.